0: Okay, we are back and ready to rock for episode 31 of What You Spin In. Last week was a great cast, in my opinion, the uh, Outcast special. Yes. I had a lot of fun. and then That Halloween. was a lot of fun.
1: That was a lot of fun. And then watching the movie, like you just said, that was fun. Yeah, yeah that was
0: good, too. Yeah, yeah it was good. I, I actually re-watched the Halloween little video we did yesterday. I watched it. I was, like, it yeah. I was like, yeah, I got to... I was like, oh, I want to watch this again just because like the photos and everything. It was, mm-hmm. it was just fun, um, but yeah, we got we got three albums to talk about, uh, and we're gonna go with Matt first. I'm super stoked to talk about all three, but this one in particular. Yes. Uh, what do you got for us today, Matt? Uh, I got an album from 2003 uh, by the uh, group. Push button
1: objects called Ghetto Blaster. I'm
2: serious, like the answer the HIV. Government made, possibly maybe. I got a t shirt on the front, it says, I don't like you. On the back, it says, Stop crying. That was the first thing you saw before you started whining. Approaching the mic like you fared flying. You can't fuck with Supreme Alphabeta. And beat is kind of each letter, like my mic sounds nice. Salt and pepper. I represent Voltron. Arm, leg, leg. Yo, arm. You ain't fly. You're talking. Mad shit, PBO and cannibal ox and never fake shit. Yo, you ain't fly, you talk mad shit. Rappers run and like they hard, but act like Brad Pitt. Yo, you ain't fly, you talk bad shit. Just
1: to- uh, push button objects is basically <clears throat> a record producer and some artists all doing their thing, and this is an early example of some clever stuff. Like it's yeah. yes, it's very catchy, funny. it's not it's not all lyrical. There's a lot of instrumental interludes, <clears throat> some very like not techno but like electronic and like kind of mm-hmm. dicey in a way it was yes. really fun to discover this album a friend turned me on to it and i just i think i heard shut down the first time and i was like oh, oh yeah there's more songs and i heard fly and i was like okay yeah and now they got the kind of the the swagger there but it's yes. a great
2: album what do you guys think i loved it it was great it's kind of crazy that um like you said it's very electronic there's like electronic aspects when i was first hearing this the first song hustlin it reminded me, I don't know if you, Dorian, if you're familiar with Com Trues, he's like kind of an electronic uh, producer, bit, yeah. DJ also, it sounded like that, I was like, whoa, this is kind of weird, um, and I was looking into it more, and yeah, Push Button Objects, he's just like the main producer, okay. like he was producing, and then he just had this album that he just had a bunch of other people come in and like feature on, um, it has the Funky, Homo Sapien on it, That's it has Ace of Rock. Um, had some really cool people on three doctors that I couldn't find like yeah there's not more a lot of, info yeah, on yeah. them but they were going that oh. was a cool song like, I like the whole like
1: that beat too and that like that whole instrumentation in that song is really cool it's yeah. almost dark in a yes sense. yeah, yeah right. very dark yeah yeah
0: and there's a lot of like his sampling that he uses on it there's um even some sampling that he uses that mf doom used uh at times on i cannot remember the name of the track i was sitting there most of me taking notes about this album was trying to remember the name of this song and Mm. try to find it but it's because it's just a little snippet he uses uh a drum track that mf doom used on uh next levels off the king Mm. deidra project there's a little like drum break that he uses that's that's off of that Damn. And that album, that King Ghidra project, came out like around this same time. So yeah. I was like, okay, like that was- that's so just like the sampling he used, you know, the production, like you said, the, the beats are so some of them are so grimy. And then you go to the next mm-hmm. track and they're like super smooth, you know. Mm-hmm. Just to compare two tracks that have already been brought up, you listen to Shut Down and that beat is very, you know, like, oh, this is a hip hop beat. And then you listen to Hustling and it's like, grimy as hell Mm -hmm. and it's just oh yeah it's so it's like a perfect album for for him to put out and be like hey this is my production style here's one end of it and here's Mm -hmm. the other end of the spectrum like this is what you get Mm -hmm. yeah
2: because it kind of shows like his beats that he does with rappers and then Mm -hmm. some that he just does that are just instrumental yeah also Mm -hmm. really good um it's very sounds like a very fundamental hip hop hip hop Mm -hmm. like it sounds you know it's boom bap there's a lot of kicks a lot of snares Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um you hear that a lot in the beats um interlude the first one Mm -hmm. it's like very like kind of like egyptian i feel like you you sound but then you hear the snares you hear the drums the high hats you hear all that coming in and you know it's like a hip-hop like beat so yeah it sounds really cool um it's great that he had these rappers on it mm-hmm. uh Del the Funky Homo sapien yeah. Yeah. going fucking off right Yeah. And that's right away it's like on the yeah. Th- yeah, right like away in like 30, 30, 360 degrees yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah and it it feeds into your point that you just made that this is fundamental hip hop who else yeah. are you going to have on like other than you right. know like one of the greats but Del the Funky Homo sapien is mm-hmm. like the rapper to do yeah. because he kind of flies under the radar barely he but did, anyone that, yeah. anyone yeah. that knows anything about hip hop is like that guy's a you know who he is yeah, yeah you know so mr
2: dobellino like all. These these like crazy ass yeah. songs <laughs> that he's on <done> and like just <laughs> yeah. to bump that in the dispensary all the right? time right no. that song is fucking a dope track. Yeah. and it's cool that he's on this because this it sounds kind of like productive and like hip-hop that it's i didn't i forgot that it's like in the early 2000s when it's an made. early album it's yeah yeah, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. you it,
1: know it still sounds like kind of like it would be okay to hear this today yeah yeah like, it's know? very progressive like yeah. it's
2: very ahead of its time i feel mm-hmm. like especially for 2003 that's crazy Mm -hmm. yeah
0: well because when my first listen listen through of this i heard the aesop rock feature and as i've kind of i forgot about that too otherwise i'm like oh by the way yeah as i've shown you guys like more recently i'm a huge aesop rock fan and i was like wait what the hell when did this album come out because i got into aesop rock like late and so and then i had to look at and be like there's no way that that especially that song sounds like something that could have come out in the last five years mm-hmm. but it was 03 and i was like jesus christ man it's like uh, almost like an underwater beat that song yeah like, you know like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like the water level in mario 64 yes. dude. Yeah. Just like
2: <laughs> speaking of like levels in video games um breakers delight yes it sounds like a very futuristic beat mm-hmm. and when i was listening to it I just thought of like a crash bandicoot level like yeah some like i don't know why like something yeah. here and like mm-hmm. like some like crash uh maybe like the racing or i don't know which one but something related to that yeah like a video game beat um really fucking cool i really like this guy's production um and like i was looking into it he has like two albums like full albums Mm-hmm. But he has a lot of singles mm-hmm. and a lot of like EPs that he does that they're not on streaming for some reason weird But they're like okay. you could you could still find them like he has a lot of other stuff that he's done So yeah, he I- definitely has a lot of work That was the other
0: thing that cracked me up looking into him to do the research for this was i was like oh once again matt picked like the only album that a group has ever or like i was like jacob i was like jacob did that with uh doing it and i was like matt Mm -hmm. picked another album that's the only album this guy's put out Mm -hmm. because it's just on spotify Mm -hmm. and then when i looked at it i was like all right no he just has one that's not on streaming i
2: was Mm -hmm. i thought that was pretty funny (laughs) i (laughs) I, I love that that like it kind of makes you go into it because even if you just look at the track list like Mm -hmm you'll listen to different rappers rapping but it doesn't actually specifically say who it is Mm -hmm. excuse me so you kind of have to like look into it see who it is that's rapping Mm -hmm. yeah because like you said earlier some of these rappers i've never heard of and when you try to find more about them there's not a lot out there nothing yeah three doctors that song Mm -hmm. that beat is very grimy Mm -hmm. it's very dark like Mm -hmm. it's kind of mysterious and then even when you hear them rapping their content is kind of like dark as well Mm But they're rapping so fast and like so fluid and like Mm -hmm. um, I had I had a a lyric um, it's like very fast-paced he was like push pens to wit's ends transcends mind bends Mm -hmm. and then he just keeps going Um, and at like a certain point he was sounding like Saul Williams like how fast he was rapping Mm -hmm. like he Mm -hmm. was like not you didn't even hear him like take a deep breath in or anything like fucking insane i don't know who that was or who was that rapping because there was like two or three people yeah rapping i think there was song. like almost yeah, yeah three, at yeah. least three people but they trying. were all going off yeah they were going yeah. off
1: yeah i wish we're they would off. have done more you know yeah. collaborations because this is just a fun album yeah to be the only one out there and they just threw it out there and said hey yeah and i
0: was looking at the wikipedia page and people didn't really vibe with it. no like they yeah. were like i wish he would have done one instrumental yeah. album and one where he had people rapping on it and it's like no that's not how you show off no. like you show yeah. off by yeah. having like hey here's one project here's some instrumentals but here's also how i can make beats for people which mm-hmm. is like a good it's a good representation of an of an artist especially a producer you mm.
1: know yeah and this album does that it like it has like the interludes and you mm-hmm. know the, the lyrical songs. it, it does that it, it, it's a me- methodical the way the album's produced and made you know yeah they, they did it on purpose i think it flows well it's almost like every
0: other track it does
1: yeah which is cool yeah You don't see that very often
0: it's, it goes into, you know, one of the things that I've brought up a lot on here is that I love how people, when they make a track list, they actually fucking think mm-hmm. about how it'll flow the album mm-hmm. and how it'll go, you know? Mm-hmm. And so the fact that it is kind of broken up between, uh, you know, songs with rappers on it and then just strictly instrumentals. Because it starts off instrumental. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, It's it's kind of like a, ah, oh, that's nice, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like we've talked about interludes at length, you know, how they kind of break up the flow in, of an album and if they... And if it's, an interlude, if it's an interlude that's worth a shit, it'll feed to the whole concept or the whole feel of an album. Mm-hmm. And so just utilizing the track list in that way, I thought was really nice. It it shows, when people do that, it shows that the artist is thinking more past, you know, that's like deeply involved mm-hmm. in, yeah. in the whole process.
2: Because they could just put like all the tracks with rappers like on, you know, the first half and then just put all the beats at the end. But mm-hmm. it like, it mixes everything together that it flows easier. Yeah. And the, the listener might up. only listen to half the album if that's
1: the case, because they don't exactly. want to hear the instrumental or they want to hear the lyrical. So it's exactly. cool that they mixed it up. So. Yeah, and it hits people if they hear it. You know, a lot of people don't know about this album. I wouldn't have known about. I it. did not you know, know this album. Ran- Random
0: to me, so no.
1: it's, it's cool that we found it together. You and, honestly um,
0: showed me my probably in my top three favorite Aesop rock features. Like, oh, the, nice. like shut down is it, it yeah, immediately it's a great track. Once I listened to the album all the way through and I heard that, I was like, no shit. <laughs> and then every time I was like. Because the albums were so short, I was listening to uh, y'all's and like multiple times in a day, and it took every ounce of my energy to not just listen to (laughs) shut down every single (laughs) fucking yeah. I was like, no, there's other tracks that are really (laughs) good, but like that one is just like ah, it was so fucking
2: yeah. It is his his lyrics. One of them we were just talking about it. He's like, I'll fuck you blind, but I got I need to borrow the dollar first. Yeah, like he just ties that into his rap, (laughs) right? um, And it's really good. The baseline on fly, yes. The fact that he made just off, yeah, like yeah, a yeah, beat with the baseline, um, man, it's so good. Yeah, it's so good. And I was looking into uh, push button objects, and he has he's worked with like other producers. I forget he was in a group, but I saw that earlier. too. He worked with yeah, another producer it, yeah. that he was like it's like DJ Craze or something. something yeah, DJ yeah. something, and he yeah. won like awards or something mm-hmm. of like. Being like a good mixer or whatever or a dj yeah um great ex- example of
1: that right here yeah, exactly sure. yeah, yeah good yeah. like
2: prime example of like who he was working with and who was who he was like making music with like you hear it in mm-hmm. this album yeah you know? mm-hmm. it sounds very crisp it sounds really good for a producer that I have not heard of or mm-hmm. like I don't yeah. really hear that much people bringing up mm-hmm. yeah um, but this really kind of opened my mind that even like in the 2000s there was still really great production mm-hmm. like, all across the board all across hip-hop
1: yeah what else is out there uh, you yeah. wonder what you yeah know, by other artists that we've
0: never heard right no. and just real quick to because you brought it up I didn't have my phone over here I had a lyric from shut down uh, that's kind of some inside baseball for Aesop Rock uh, he has a line where he says uh, I need to borrow money first for Stokes Because Tar and Pussy's like all I got to look forward to Bazooka Tooth got souvenirs for little fuck-ups That crash test your Matchbox tour bus Before they hit the first truck stop Bazooka Tooth is a reference to an EP That Aesop Rock had put out right before this album came out It was called oh, Bazooka Tooth So he's dumb. like tying in an, an, uh, an EP that he had done So I thought that was great. That's cool. cool. Yeah, I like when rappers do that. Yeah, because I was listening to the song. Because I don't know, for me, when I listen, sometimes when I listen to rap music, especially something that's as lyrically dense as that, Mm -hmm. it takes me a little bit to fully remember everything. The second time I was listening to it, I heard that bazooka tooth reference, and I was like, "Hey yo!" I was like, "That's," I was like, "That's an early EP." I was like, "What the fuck?" I know that. Yeah, and then to also just speak on how he is you know push button objects it is kind of like an unknown kind of thing not a lot of people know about it Mm -hmm. and I feel like once you get start diving down this rabbit hole of really niche uh, rap producers Mm -hmm. that's when you start getting into like what you and I were talking about before Jacob showed up is uh, producers like Blockhead and you Mm -hmm. know shit like that because they are really good but not a lot of people know about them because they're not producing for you know like the ASAP Rockies Mm -hmm. or the Mm -hmm. the Gibbses or anything Mm -hmm. like that so Mm -hmm
2: thank you a lot for bringing this
0: yeah on, it was fun I'm
2: glad yeah. you guys liked it yeah. love this album definitely not only the beats but just the ones where other rappers are on and features like definitely listening to this is mm-hmm. fantastic hip hop album yeah. I liked saved it already yeah but <laughs> it's in my saves on Spotify yeah. I'm like nice. yep
0: nice
1: cool I'll start off with top three I'll go uh, backwards like mm-hmm. I always do honorable mention Breaker's Delay just cause that's a fun little nice. you know interlude like we've been talking about that's mine too Really? Yeah, it's my nice. honorable mention. <laughs> nice. Uh, number three, I went with um, Fly, just because yeah. that's, that's the song that catches you right away and that bass line and just that, you know, you ain't fly, you talk mad shit. And you know, <laughs> anytime, every time they play that track or every time you hear that lyric, it just it hits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just a good song. Uh, Shut Down, number two, I like the Radio Rahim reference from mm-hmm. Do The Right Thing, great movie. Um, and then Three Doctors was my favorite track Just because it was dark and I like dark Yeah, mm-hmm. hell yeah. yeah
0: That that instrumentation on that On Three Doctors is mm-hmm. very eerie mm-hmm. It is. It does kind of have a spooky kind of feel to it It does, yeah right uh, Which will be a perfect segue for me Honorable mention as I said was Breaker's Delight Number three for me was Three Doctors Because of that same exact reason yeah. uh, The spooky ass production on it Number two for me was actually an interlude And it was Interlude 1 uh, oh, okay. I, I really liked Interlude 1 the number one for me, no surprise, "Shut Down." Mm-hmm. Just that, that song, mm-hmm. great
2: album, yeah. dude. Yeah, if I'm going top three, <clears> honorable <throat> mention, I'm going "Breakers Delight." Um, it's just very futuristic. I love that beat. Yeah, that's a good word for it. Um, futuristic, mm-hmm. and I like Definitely. the I like all of his beats that he was doing on this. Um, some of them are more mellow towards the end, um, mm-hmm. but that's cool because also it kind of it's it's really weird and it's hard for producers to make a drumless beat sound good yeah that doesn't have you know like a bass line or hi-hats mm-hmm. and it's just drumless mm-hmm. and this is a kind of good example it's like mellow it's not too crazy um, and it sounds pretty cool it's pretty cool so mm-hmm. I like his beats um, top threes I'm going um, interlude one for three um, fly because that bass line is fucking heavy um, and then shut down uh, just because they said Brock his lyrics on it the mm-hmm. way that he Ties it in with the beats, it's really good. Mm-hmm. So, fuck yeah, great album, Dave. Yeah. 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 K- yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Matt, don't miss with the pick. No, man. no, <laughs> oh, not man. at
0: all. I will
1: sometime. You just wait,
0: <laughs> 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 let me know. Yeah, this man's even thought he missed with Brother Lynch hung, and I actually really like <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. album. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But, who's that was Matt's pick for this week Ghetto Blaster by Push Button Objects. If you haven't listened to that, go ahead and check it out. You will not let be disappointed. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and uh, dive right on into mine.
1: Okay,
2: brother,
0: it's time to get with the spooky season and talk about some You're Rob in. Zombie. My pick for this week: Rob Zombie, Hell Billy Deluxe, released in nineteen ninety-eight. <laughs>
2: in filth, they love to love the wealth of an SS4, making scary.
0: 13 Tales of Cadaverous Cavorting Inside the Spook Show International. Um, What'd you say? I'm sorry, what? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm surprised I rattled it off that quick. Uh, I fucking, I basically grew up with this album, you know, so I've got a lot to say about it, but uh, we'll save that for after y'all. What do y'all got? Go
2: for it, buddy. Right. You can start us off. <laughs> I, like, I like this album. Um, I think it's really cool that it's, we were just talking about this earlier, but it's like his breakthrough is getting away from white zombie mm-hmm. and that's really hard to do as like an Im- individual artist is mm-hmm. you're known by the face of that band um, and this was like three years right two or three years after yeah uh,
0: white zombie was 95 this was 98 yeah so, so
2: and it, he like he kind of keeps the same sound but at the same time it's different mm-hmm. um, it's different there um, I haven't heard like a lot of people that sound similar to Rob Zombie Mm -hmm. not at all like at that time and even nowadays like it's kind of crazy and just yeah the way that he was doing it and it was so massive too like it's kind of regarded as like his best album um, individually for sure Mm -hmm. and like so early on in his career that he did this like a lot of really great songs, all the singles were super good, mm-hmm. super popular, um, so yeah, I loved it. Um, I think it was fantastic that like just his individual talent really shows on this album. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm glad you liked it.
1: It's a great debut album, for sure. Like mm-hmm. Most people that have a debut album, it doesn't hit like this, and I think the time it came out in 1998, it was just like the perfect timing. The people that worked on the album with him were all mm-hmm. in that same kind of genre. He had Charlie Closer and Danny Loner from Nine Inch Nails fame and they were kind of helping with production wise. I think Charlie had to leave because he had some other obligations, but like mm-hmm. they were all part of the album and you can kind of hear that. Especially Danny that sound, yeah, yeah, you know, everybody thinks that Nine Inch Nails sound is a lot of Trent, but like Trent had a lot of help like formulating that sound and you can hear some of that in this album, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's that industrial sound with the mm-hmm. guitar work or yeah. the keyboards, but you know, I love the horror aspect. It sounds like a, a horror movie rock album, you know? Yeah, it does, yeah. The way it starts off with uh, sherry moon talking with that nursery rhyme yeah <laughs> it's mm-hmm. great i forgot what the you know the rhyme is but uh, right something about some bite off your head like <laughs> keep keep going i'm gonna pull it up <laughs> it's great because um, it's because it, it's spooky like and yeah. some of the songs mm-hmm. kind of you know reverberate that with what they're playing in the background as a sample or just the music in general and it's it's kind of a scary album it's the perfect you know time to bring it up right before halloween mm. it's a great pick um and again, it's a great debut album. You know, there's a lot of uh, other help. You had Tommy Lee from Motley Crue doing drum tracks, which is kind of cool. Which is, you know, kind of random. random thing. Wild.
0: Yeah. Uh, the rhyme, and this is just feeds into, like, how, how much he thinks about this kind of shit, you know, to how, like, how are we going to start this album off? Because... Mm-hmm. This is this is just perfect. It's the rhyme that Sherry Moon says is it's on the opening track, "Call of the Zombie." It's and out of the darkness, the zombie did call. True pain and suffering he brought to them all. Away ran the children to hide in their beds for fear that the devil would chop off their heads. And then it goes right into fucking super beast. Like mm-hmm. get the fuck out of here. That is the coolest shit ever, dude. Like yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good. It and is good. Just. I mean, it starts off it it starts off with that nursery rhyme, and then it has probably the most like powerful three track run on an album that you're gonna saying, yeah, see. Yep. Yeah, that's a good point. It, you know, and it's it is. You know, we were just talking about it. You know how people could look at that and be like oh well he had the three biggest songs off of this album back to back to back and it's like no but the rest of the album's great that's like the it's, hook yeah. the line and the <clears throat> sinker to get you to listen to the rest of the album to figure out mm-hmm. where the hell it's gonna go
2: <clears throat> but that
0: little introduction and then that barrel on super beast mm-hmm. into dragula into living dead girl you're not going to be able to top that on an album for a debut album at that right? and at the beginning yeah. of a 38-minute album. Like, mm. shut the fuck up. Though.
1: Man, like you said, those first three tracks, I think Dragula is the best like airplay and hit single on any album today. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. if, so. if you ask, if you stop anybody on the street and be like, do you know who Rob Zombie is? They're going to say, dig through the ditches, burn through the witches. They're just going to sing mm-hmm. the chorus of that song because that's all anybody knows, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but it's... Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's I like those three songs mainly. <clears throat> they it's a crazy start to an album. Like even not even just for like any like any artist if you think about it, for them to start and this was his singles too. Mm-hmm. Like these were the singles that came out for the album. For any other artist to have that in their album also. Mm-hmm. It's fucking insane. It doesn't happen. No, it doesn't happen that like all the sim- mm-hmm. singles are massive mm-hmm. and it kicks off the album like that. And then later on you get like spook show baby mm-hmm. um, that was a good song and like man. meet the creeper <clears throat> like yeah man and then i i was listening to this i was at first kind of upset because like rob zombie we were listening to white zombie earlier in like a couple episodes ago and I was like, I don't really hear that many, yeah. I, <laughs> You're like, like, where's the I'm yeah? I'm like, where's the <laughs> yeah? And then, you know, you hear Meet the Creeper. <laughs> yeah, he just keeps saying it. He keeps doing it in that song a lot. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's cool that this has that same feel as White Zombie. Like, it's, it's kind of still very similar to kind of his sound, but it's very different at the same time because it's a lot more, like, consistent. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more consistent you hear it throughout the whole album.
0: It's, to me, because that was my main thing this week, listening to this album, I even went back and listened to Astro Creep 2000, to try to figure out why they sound same-same but different, why they're kind of Mm -hmm. a Venn diagram, Mm -hmm. and if y'all recall, when we brought up White Zombie, it was, you know, they did kind of have that southern kind of influence to it, that almost... That's that true. fucking Firefly family, mm-hmm. you know, kinda southern influence. And then he kinda just stripped that away and went leaned more into that industrial field, you know, mm-hmm. still having the grooviness of mm-hmm. some songs like Living Dead Girl and shit like that. But it didn't have I don't know, there was just and it was, you know, when I brought that up, when I made that comparison on that episode, it's not like, you know, bang, bang, bang not like Leonard Skinner's Southern, but there is like a regional influence there somehow and this i feel like he just leaned more into the heavy metal industrial side yeah. that he was already kind of portraying with white zombie
1: that's what i like about rob zombie is he's able to do that in his own way and have that that catchiness to where like other people that maybe are doing were doing his thing like a ministry and al jorgensen like they mm-hmm. had that kind of like where they used horror movies and movies in general and had that industrial sound but it was more like exactly it was just like maybe a little too hardcore rob zombie like brought it to everybody and said hey you can see accessible, and like yeah. you can listen to this. Mm-hmm. I can make a hook out of it. I think he's done a great job, and you know.
0: Yeah, and it's like I think it was that episode. I got here early for ninety five, and you and I sat on your back porch and talked for like thirty minutes about mm-hmm. just Rob Zombie in general, and like mm-hmm. how that has been his thing. Is you know taking this spooky, dark shit. Like mm-hmm. we just watched House of a Thousand Corpses. Mm-hmm. That's not a pleasant movie to watch. <laughs> no. It's a good ass movie, <laughs> but it, it is dark and. Yeah. He made that shit radio friendly somehow,
1: which is yeah. insane. Right, especially when it came out. Like, that's early. Yeah. What, 2003, right? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. 98. 98. For this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, the, the oh, movie. The, the movie, movie, 2003. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, 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 yes.
0: yeah. It's just making dark shit accessible is like, that's just top notch mm-hmm. artistry, in yeah. my opinion. No, you, know? you,
2: you can't do that. Like, that's not an easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. You no. Know? Um, especially for music, because you're just hearing it, you don't actually see visuals. Mm-hmm. If, it, if you think of horror visuals it's a lot crazier than what you think of the music mm-hmm. um, so when you're hearing this album like you guys are saying he made it very accessible mm-hmm. um, it was very big there was a lot of um, like radio hits that he had mm-hmm. for it right mm-hmm. um, mainly those three tracks um, yeah and pretty fucking wild that he had that much success with it especially off of what he was doing with White Zombie um, mm-hmm. and it kind of keeps that same and he proved himself at the same time too that he wasn't just about the group like he could mm-hmm. be well as well when he's working alone and like, speaking about accessibility like he when this album came out it was pretty
1: you know in your face and like needed to be edited so walmart wouldn't carry it so he really? actually he he, he he allowed the album to be edited and he he, he he dumbed it down and he's like you know this is this is too bad for the kids because they can't hear what i'm saying but yeah i want them to hear the music so yeah. you still let walmart sell the edited version which Damn. it says a lot about the Damn. artist he's he's gonna you know he's gonna still kind of jeopardize what he's put out but he wants people to hear it so eventually they'll get the unedited version or whatever but yeah this says a lot about somebody really like fuck it you know i'll do that yeah they're still gonna buy it yeah and, and they'll find me eventually <laughs> yeah so that, i thought that was really cool i never knew that so i didn't I either. Didn't know that I didn't know uh, that. Really random fact cool. time. Da-da-da-da-da.
0: I probably listened to that unedited version growing up, too. That's... I did of
1: NWA, dude. Yeah. I, had, I had a funky version of NWA straight out of Compton. Straight out of Compton. I cannot oh, imagine the Walmart great.
0: version for straight out of Compton. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> it was great. So dumb. Some the ice cubes, I'm like, what? <laughs> You're like sitting there writing down the and lyrics And then you hear
1: the real version, like,
0: Whoa. You're like, god mm-hmm. damn. Yeah. You can you imagine Walmart uh, Seasons of the Sickness? Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> mother sucker. <laughs> now eat. <laughs> yeah. Christ, <dude>. Oh, <laughs> man. Dude, yes. Fucking goddamn! And then there's this... Uh, you can tell that he was get like that he was way more comfortable doing his own work than he was yeah. with White Zombie. Like White Zombie, he was comfortable. You know, he had great success with that. You know, Lost Exorcisto, Astro mm-hmm. Creep. But with this, he was really he's like this is my own shit. You know, uh, so there's like a lot more. You know, little sampling and snippets. Uh, mm-hmm. One of my or two of my favorite ones. The on Demonoid Phenomenon, like, right before one of the verses kicks in, there's, like, this voice, and I don't know where the fuck any of these samples are from, but she says, a- that, enjoy that dead girl's body, Demonoid. <laughs> and it just kicks in, and I don't know why, but those little subtle breaks where it's like, all right, break, here's a little snippet, and then we're going right, right back into the fucking track. Okay. Mm-hmm. She probably is like, a bunch of B-movies or something. Right? Something right. like that. Right. And yeah. then... At the beginning of Living Dead Girl, the who is this irresistible creature who has an insatiable love for the dead and then kicks right that kicks that song off. It's just that that was when, you know, that was another thing I picked up because I was listening to both. I was like, he was way more comfortable using samples because on Astro Creep, there's really only one on Electric Head part two where it's like where there's something there's a sample on there. uh, I know for a fact. Uh, I just can't remember what it says but there's it's just so nice to see that he was getting more comfortable with his Mm. own art and really trying Mm -hmm. to you can tell that he busted his ass on this album you know really pulled out all the stops to have his probably arguably three of his biggest tracks on this album
1: Mm.
2: top notch can't complain yeah and he's he's had a long like he's still putting out albums too yeah he's still making music um for these this album and those songs to have like stood that long mm-hmm. of test of time that he's still 20 plus years after still making music and they're still widely known like i saw the last success. 10 years of
1: the cuthbert dude he killed yeah. it for cuthbert
0: did he yeah yeah, yeah. john five out there Meh. i yeah. saw i saw like great. videos of the uh of the tour that he did with uh over the summer with Mudvayne and mm-hmm. like spider-man or power man 5000 uh, and I was like, "Damn, he still kind of got it. He gets a little more out of breath right. because he's kind of a geezer." But I was like, "Dude, he's still." But I think fucking... I sent you a couple of the videos I took. Yes, you know, they probably yeah. weren't very good. but No, yeah. like you sent me of like one of "Living Dead Girl," which is my favorite Rob yeah, Zombie right. song, and I was like, "Dude, he fucking still he kills, dude!" Mm-hmm. And he's because he's just so into it, mm-hmm. you know. And he's truly an artist. You know, we we watched his movie and everything, and. I just love
1: when an an artist comes to a venue too Like the Mm -hmm. Cuthbert that's outdoors And like Eugene Hippie He just fucking does his thing Yeah yeah, There's no back No no questions Yeah That's the best spot to do it too Cuthbert Like Uh Yeah
2: Crazy ass fucking That stage is really cool I have a lot of memories at that that stage But yeah It's it's crazy man That this album Like it's so good I had heard these songs mainly But not the full album Mm -hmm. So listening back to that full album um, definitely some songs like those. Uh, also the the Ballad of Resurrection, Resurrection Joe and Rosa Whore Rosa Horror. Also great song. Fantastic too. fucking name for title name. is yeah. Title day one. He had
1: to edit, he had to edit the song name for Walmart. It was just he took off the it was just he took off the Ann Rosa Hor. So it was just the Ballad of Resurrection Joe. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, it's it's just right. wide out in the <laughs> yeah. last part of the the, the track. Nope, that's not good. That's yeah. not good that's so funny and I don't funny. even know how they had to edit this the album cover like in the whole not the, even the album cover but the insert I wonder what they did for that yeah, yeah. I, it probably wasn't included because that whole thing's x-rated you know yeah. at that time there's,
0: you know? fucking there's no way that would have got away peaks at <laughs> peaks at crotches and shit it's fucking hilarious yeah. great, great great album great debut album I'm glad glad that y'all liked Mm -hmm. it Uh, I'll go ahead and kick off top threes Got an honorable mention, we already talked about it a little bit uh, But Super Beast and Dragula Fucking amazing songs My true honorable mention though Meet the Creeper Uh, (laughs) That was like Outside of those The three biggest tracks, that's like a classic That's Mm -hmm. got that classic Rob Zombie kind of feel to it Uh, Number three for me Was Spook Show Baby uh it just had like a groove to it and mm-hmm. then number two demonoid phenomenon okay. i found myself listening to that a lot this week and the number one living <sighs> dead girl in my opinion his best song in his entire catalog mm-hmm. music video is killer too
2: yeah i was watching is that that's the one with the car right or is that that's Dracula? that's Dracula. okay
0: which is a ref is a monsters reference because that was uh, Herman Musk Herman Munster. I was that's what, that too. Yeah. That's what he named his car in the show The Munsters, which Rob oh, Zombie just okay. did a, a movie that's remake cool. of. Uh, so he called his Damn. car Dracula, and that's so cool. Rob Zombie made the song Dracula. Sweet, Damn. yeah,
2: that's really cool. Yeah, yeah that's pretty dope. <laughs> um, if I'm going uh, honorable mention, the the Ballad of the Resurrection Joe, and Rosa Hor, mm-hmm. um, I kind of want to look into that now, like just if I could find. There either be a picture of what it was the mm-hmm. Walmart version or right. whatever just to kind of see how different it was cause mm-hmm. there's probably hilarious. some crazy ass yeah. there's probably
0: someone who is like a thousand <laughs> yeah. times a bigger Rob Zombie fan than me that has a copy of it probably around somewhere yeah. you could probably find that it's like
2: the kid's pop version like every, yeah. other, every, every other <laughs> song is like just muted yeah. <laughs> that's great uh, <laughs> but yeah that um, Spook Show Baby I mm-hmm. um, really like that song meet the creeper because mm-hmm. um, like yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> that yeah um and then i liked super Beast just 'cause just yeah. because for that to be mm. the first like actual official song right mm. after that intro mm. and then it leads up to even better stuff like it, mm, yeah. it's it's great hey so, yeah i'm the one that you yeah, want to I mean, yeah <laughs> fucking killer. Y'all,
0: real quick, on that Super Beast, y'all know the ride El Nino that they have at the Lane County Fair every mm-hmm. year? The yes. last time I went, I was getting I was probably like fucking 17 I was sitting in the chair and they like strap you in and that fucking intro to Super Beast started and I was like was "Oh, this is amazing <laughs> and I'm just like sitting there just getting fucking thrashed yeah. around and Super Beast was playing, Fair. I was like this is fucking electric! Was fun. <laughs> it was oh, fucking yeah,
1: sweet. That's cool. Uh, back to Front, I'm going to go Honorable Mention, about What Lurks on Channel X. Yes. get very spooky. Uh, Super Beast for number three. Number two, The Ballad of Resurrection Joe and Rosa of Horror. And then my favorite track was Meet the Creeper. Yeah. Oh, Good think. shit.
0: Yeah. I'm very glad that you guys like this album. I've been... There were times that I've like almost brought this up, like probably five different times.
2: You've been sitting on this for a while. Yeah, and then I was like, nah, I gotta do it for the week of Halloween, you know? I was like, I gotta Mm -hmm. do it. It's it's a perfect Perfect. Mm segue. Like, there was no better time
0: to bring it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, probably, honestly, it might be in my top ten favorite albums of all time. Uh, And the album we're talking about, Hellbilly Deluxe by Rob Zombie. My pick for this week. We'll go ahead and wrap this bitch up with uh, Jake's for this week. All right, y'all. Let's uh, bring this thing to a strong close with Jake's pick for this week. Very excited to talk about this one as well. It's been Mm -hmm. a hell of a cast so far. What you bringing?
2: Yeah, so uh, this week we were playing some hip-hop, some... Uh, Freddie Gibbs and the alchemist Alfredo what you got the other night was just a smoke
1: the fire is yet to
2: come got to run him out of the neighborhood what you'll get is nothing but a whole lot of trouble you better be careful when you talk about shedding blood in this community it might just spill over on you my name is Cocaine. You nigga snitching getting time shape. Sold the book on my boost mobile. I boost the crime wave. Um came out in twenty twenty. Um my favorite hip hop album of that year. Um Alfredo, it's cool the name it's Al for Alchemist and Fredo for Freddie Gibbs. Uh how the fuck what? I didn't catch on to that. Yeah. Unreal. Know, right? Pretty Unreal. <laughs> <nitty>. <laughs> pretty cool. Pretty witty. Um but yeah, it's That's some hilarious. dope hip hop. It's very jazzy, very, you know, beat driven. Alchemist is doing his thing as always. But Freddie Gibbs just laying it down with the raps. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I got definitely a bunch of stuff to say about this album. What a what do you guys' thoughts of it? First off, the album cover is different
1: from what you have to what we're showing.
0: Yeah, yes. that's
1: the original one. And that's a throwback to the movie Godfather. Mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. The, yeah, which is kind of cool. But I like this version better.
2: Yeah. I just feel like it's more, you know, it's a little bit more unique. Right? Yeah, yeah I like it more, too. But, uh...
0: Fucking Al, dude. Fucking Alchemist like Mm -hmm. like we we talk we have talked about him so much on this cast but because he is literally like the producer today like that's the guy yeah and then fucking freddie gibbs probably my favorite rapper that's come out in the past decade and gotten really big and popular because he can do this like you listen to this and then you go listen because this is exactly what i did I listened to this and then went and listened to Soul Sold separately, the album that he came out with, what, a month ago? Yeah, pretty recently. Yeah, pretty recently. And it's like, they're similar sounding, but it's like Freddie's iconic voice rapping in any way that he wants or does Mm -hmm. is so damn impressive. And then because he's worked with a lot of really great producers as well he has a whole slew of albums with fucking mad lib yep and then it's like all right how are him and al gonna work together because outside of i think this is my first do they have another project where it's just al it's they do
2: well they have fetty this came out fetty came out like two years before this um so this is their second time working together but their first time working just them two Cause Fetty had currency on it, also. True. Okay. Um, so, but yeah, this is the first time that they actually just did a full album just them two mm-hmm. by themselves.
0: I heard I had I've heard a little bit of shit off of Fetty, but not to not like a strictly just Freddie and Alchemist. Anything I've heard mm-hmm. with those two has been Freddie featuring on like a Boldy James track or yeah. something like that. Yeah. But goddamn, just like the gritty brutality of Freddie Gibbs' voice with his lyricism. Mm-hmm over the just eclectic experimental as fuck beats by alchemist this album is unreal dude
2: yeah fucking fantastic it was was a really strong hip-hop album for that year and like the most recently too if you think Mm -hmm. about it because it has like a old school style um rapper that you know he's rapping like a lot of like gangster stuff Mm -hmm. but with, like, very jazzy, very, like, smooth beats. Yeah. Um, His production that he uses, like, I sent you guys a sample that he was, like, he sampled for Mm -hmm. the song with Tyler. Mm -hmm. Um, David T. Walker was the original. Yeah, and it sounds so similar, um, but the way that he mixes it, it's Mm -hmm. fucking fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, Same thing, his transitions in this album, like, throughout the whole album, you could listen front to back, and they all sound like one piece yeah like it doesn't sound choppy like it doesn't sound like oh this is a different song like oh like that was a very abrupt ending like it all ties in together so well Mm -hmm. Um, so well and yeah man it's definitely one of my favorite albums from both of these two Um, it's cool that Freddie Gibbs he has that style where he can rap like over trap beats and like very hype music like his newer album But he has stuff like this where he's just, you know, all about the lyrics, all about Mm -hmm. the message. Mm -hmm. It's very, you know, more moving. And then still doing, like, fast delivery over Mm -hmm. some of
0: those slower tracks is really nice.
2: Yeah. It got nominated in 2021 for a Grammy for Best Rap uh, Album. Jesus. Didn't win. Uh, Nas, uh, King's Disease one, I think. Yeah. Also fantastic fucking album from Nas. Um, But yeah, and this was also huge for Freddie Gibbs because... He was already really massive with Mad Lib, Mm -hmm. um, which those albums were definitely going to bring up. Mm -hmm. But um, this kind of proved that outside of that, he was a really good rapper in general, Mm -hmm. that he could work with any producer. Um, So yeah, it's fucking insane. Um, Every song is super strong. Talk about the first song, 1985. Mm -hmm. Um, That song actually came out, I think, a day before the album dropped. Okay. and it was kind of just like a surprise for everyone like there was a music video for it it's pretty cool they're just kind of out like in the field um just I'm like yeah the they like got like suits on and stuff it's like black and white it's pretty dope um that bernie Mac sample in mm-hmm. the beginning <laughs> i cool. love that um and then he gets sampled his little like wow like whatever that is That just get, get sampled throughout the song too mm-hmm. like um yeah man it's it's pretty nutty i can keep going i can ramble about this album like i have a lot of appreciation for it i like the features on it and i like i mm-hmm. guess when it came out you, you had the option to buy like a
1: uh, stylized comic book i don't know if you've read about that i, I read that yeah i haven't seen I haven't what thought. it looks like but i haven't would seen be that cool either shit to find out um yeah it was a fun album. I'd never listened to Freddie Gibbs before this album, so it was a good introduction, and all the, you know, guest appearances have with Tyler, the Creator, and Benny the Butcher, which, you know, I think was What's Frank Lucas, one of my favorite yeah. tracks on that album. Mm-hmm. Just so raw. I kept repeating that song as I was driving to work every morning, just feeling like this was going to get me through the
2: day. Yeah. Know, like,
1: fuck everything else, and just, yeah. yeah. It was, mm-hmm. It's a great track. It's very, you know, street
2: and hard, and it's just, like, in your face, and mm-hmm. I don't know, one of the better tracks on that album, for sure. Oh, yeah. I love because the transitions from song to song are really good and make the intro a lot more, like, powerful. Mm -hmm. The intro to that, um, which Look At Me, like, the end of it, um, because I don't know what sample he uses, but it's got to be from, like, a movie or something. But it's like, you better be careful when you talk about bloodshed in this community.
0: And then it's
2: like, because it might just spill over, and then Mm -hmm. it just cuts into the beat. You just hear the beat of Frank Lucas, like that. Very heavy, like bass, whatever it is, mm-hmm. like distorted. Um, the intros to them and the transitions is like what I got out of it, like yeah. The most. Yeah, and like, that
0: and and that's something
2: that is very much an alchemist
0: thing. You know, yeah. One of the things that uh, still fucks me up every time I listen to Price of Tea in China with him and Boldy James. Is mm-hmm. what's the track before run-ins But it goes from that track into run-ins And it's like the newscast mm-hmm. About like there's yes. one, two, three, four individuals running And then it goes into Run the in. next yeah. track Like that's just something that And it's cool from You know th- that it's really a true collaborative process mm-hmm. Even something like that Like hey we're gonna have this transition But that's, that's like the one thing that's like Alright outside of the obvious production Sounding like Alchemist that's how you know for sure, is that he definitely threw that in there. Yeah. Because that's kind of what he's known
2: for. He's mastered the craft of, like, <clears throat> what he's doing. Um, it was actually cool because I was looking at their discographies. Mm-hmm. Um, Alchemist, he had an insane run in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, he produced in March, um, The Prize of Tea in China with Boldy James. Uh, hold on. February, The in uh, Prize of Tea in China. In March, Lulu with Conway. And in May the next month, so three months, he made three albums with three different artists. Jesus wow. Christ. Busy guy. Yeah. In <laughs> and, he made, and he made two other that's albums cool. that year. Yeah.
1: He made five albums in twenty twenty. Good. To God. be that creative and be that,
2: you know, on point. That says a lot about yeah. somebody. Damn. Yeah, really does. Um yeah, he had three months where back to back and this was the last one in May that dropped. Um and yeah man it's been history since then it's regarded as one of freddie gibbs's better albums mm-hmm. um, besides you know pinata because that's also legendary yeah and bandana, bandana as well. um but yeah there's actually really cool because this is a different album cover than the original one um this was like uh, ex- he had a bunch of exclusive stuff that he was doing through his website in um, alchemist also um but this one it has a bonus track on it um, Daddy loves you, um, and it's kind of just like a a message that he's like giving, and it's like dedicated to his son Freddie Gibbs. Okay. Um, there's like um, other versions you could hear. You could hear the song like it's yeah. you know it's up. But it's like a menu. I like that. Yeah, it's like a receipt. Oh yeah, it, yeah that's what it is. It, yeah, it's, receipt. It's pretty yeah, cool, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's like a menu. You know, it's like side A. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's kind of just showing everything as mm. like how it is. It's kind of like.
1: It's really unique. I like it. Plan yeah, looking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah,
2: it's like a picnic thing. Mm-hmm. Picnic table. But yeah, it's really fucking dope. Um, the title of the creator feature on it is really good. Um, Rick Ross does his thing, like dude. Rick Ross also goes off on that. How song. about you go ahead and finish up my top three for me, dude? <laughs> <laughs> you. Right? You shouldn't. <laughs> no, I'm <kidding. laughs> But but to speak real
0: quick, to just before I forget tyler the creator on any alchemist beat when he just comes on mm. and features on a pro on a song on an alchemist project it's like all right cool like or because i think he yeah. i think alchemist did was it uh did he do the beat for the tyler track on pray for paris or is that darren no that was beat butcher okay well then
2: no way he did do that yeah no wait He had to have... It sounds
0: so similar, dude. I I wonder if he did. I'm getting them confused. Look when you get home for me, but, like, regardless, like, fucking Tyler hopping on any of something that's, like, kind of within that realm, you know, it's not just, like, the Griselda rappers. It's, like, the things that Alchemist have touched, essentially, like, his Mm -hmm. main collaborators. Anything that Tyler the Creator jumps on in that realm is... Yeah. Super just set up for
2: him to alley oop dunk it and be. He just fucking kills. Yeah, yeah his beats are real good for any rapper mm-hmm. to just be very lyrical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And very, like, flow-heavy in how they're rapping. Um, I have lyrics for Benny the Butcher. Um, just because I'm Frank Lucas. Oh, yeah, dude. That I can't wait song. to hear what you're going to say. Oh, my God. That song is so freaking badass. Um, but. Benny's like I never took an L but a few lost to mine new loft downtown and this view was hard to find sold lines to abusers now I'ma abuse y'all with lines Jesus <laughs> dog Dude. like My you're dog. like okay whoa hold on it's like hey man <laughs> end it right stop it right there <laughs> like, that's, good. that's that's cool. sick oh, yeah man. Babies in Fool also with Conway yeah very smooth mm-hmm. smooth yeah. beat yeah um yeah man this is a great album Um, what are you guys' top threes if you guys were picking Uh, honorable mention for me Frank Lucas
0: Uh, and one thing about that from the beat side is that weird little sample that like is just like at the end of every line it's just like
2: Mm -hmm. it's like distorted sounds like it sounds
0: like someone has like a a phone and a tackle like a metal lunchbox and it's just vibrating it's it just rattles like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to put it right yeah. it's just like a little subtle i mm-hmm. heard that and i was like oh my god that's sick uh number three for me something to rap about that tyler track mm. number two for me scotty beam i yes i love that rick ross feature and that beat number one for me god is perfect actually nice oh, oh dude god is perfect my favorite mm. song off this because it's that's the one that I was kind of referencing when I said that he can, his delivery, he's just able to switch it up like that because it's, you know, got that kind of long, drawn out flow. And then he just starts going. Yeah, eder, gardens, yeah. Yeah. And then that, dude, mm-hmm. I kept, I was walking around work just singing that line that to myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking, oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh,
1: That's yeah really good. Those, those are my top. Back to front. Yeah. My honorable mentions, God is perfect. You know, yep. I like the the song title. Um, and just the way that song flows in general. Yeah. Uh, number three, All Glass. Yes. Yeah, but, uh, number two, Something to Rap About. And then, of course, you know, I've been talking about this the whole time, but Frank Lucas. Frank my, Lucas. You know, I just, Hell you know, yeah, Benny just slays it. You know, and, I don't even really, really like Benny, like, but that track. Yeah. I'm like, now I like you. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm a fan. <laughs> Jacob kind of
0: touched on it before we put the, before we started recording this section, but I kind of, what you said really resonated with me. I, almost prefer Benny on a feature. I like <laughs> yeah. I would rather listen to a Benny on a feature track mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. Benny as a full mm-hmm. album. Yeah. You know? He's
2: He's crazy. His pen, like his lyrics, is yeah. really crazy. Not saying,
0: not saying that like his solo work isn't isn't what it is. It's oh, yeah. good, but it's like good. for some
2: reason he sees
0: feet <laughs> featuring in front of his name, yeah. and he's like, ah, oh, fucking bad. I'm like, not tearing yeah, yeah, this yeah, shit yeah, up. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's, exactly. like, he's like, he's oh, my own projects, whatever. But if yeah. I see feet, if I'm featuring, mm, okay, <laughs> yeah. He's going for he's going, oh, lies <laughs> on me, baby. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: it's it's a shame that they're like beefing. Like they don't like Freddie yeah. Gibbs and Benny the Butcher, they'd like don't really like like each other anymore because oh I, really yeah, yeah okay. they're oh, okay. they're heavy they're heavy argue like fucking beefing online right yeah. now it's which funny. is which is
0: wild yeah they Freddie Gibbs is a he's a in, fucking yeah he's, he's a hilarious. hall of fame shit talker dude. he's so funny because you know uh, just real quick this is one you know how Benny the Butcher's thing is the butcher coming yeah <laughs> that's the <laughs> favorite someone, part on that track right the end someone so then a, it just ends the track someone know, had like, a photo of Benny the Butcher from behind and he has a really shitty hairline in the back. <laughs> and Freddie Gibbs put it on Instagram and was like someone tell this motherfucker the barber cover yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's great. so fucking dumb. but and it is it is a it is really <laughs> that is funny it is really a bummer though because um uh, out yeah. of the three Conway Westside and Benny Freddie Gibbs and Benny have like the best stuff together you know yeah. so
2: but yeah it the banter is hilarious between yeah. them two it, fucking hilarious um but yeah, if they just got past that and did music together still, they'd, they'd make bangs yep. like that. Yeah. Um, if I'm going top three, um, Babies and Fool. Uh, Babies and Fools, because Conway, he's yeah. going off. And then same thing with the beat. I just love that piano beat that he does, that he samples. And then he just samples it with a, oh, Lord, and then just a record scratch. Mm, like, yeah. dude, um, Babies and Fools, uh, Frank Lucas. Um, And then I'm stuck between 1985 and something to rap about. Right. Um, It's a toughie. Because Tyler just does his thing on that too. But all the features on this song. And I feel like this song, just every song, there's no filler. Like it's like 35 minutes or something, Mm -hmm. 38 minutes. Mm -hmm. Like there's no room for error and he makes the best out of it. Mm -hmm. Fuck yeah. Great picks. Yeah. Great. Enjoyed it. Yeah. Um,
0: That was... The album Alfredo by Freddie, Gri- Freddie Gibbs and the Alchemist. We're going to go ahead and show y'all what uh, we'll be talking about next week.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's time. To Kind of peel behind the curtain And see what we'll be bringing up next week As per usual We're going in the order we went today Which means Mr. Matt is up What you got, man? Uh, I'm gonna go
1: Because I love this band And I have just had an adoration from Forever Violator by Depeche Mode Fuck
2: Oh, damn Yes,
1: dude One of my favorite albums by them So, yeah
0: Excited for that Fuck yeah I
2: I... like your reaction That makes me know I'll like
0: it It's it's... (laughs) Probably their best album, yeah, honestly. Fuck yeah. uh, nice. Fucking Jacob, you like Jacob will know songs off of that. Oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Couple two at least. Uh, yeah, yeah. for me, uh, you know, going I'm going away from the from the scary shit for a minute. So I'm bringing up Flower oh, Boy Damn. by Tyler the Creator. Um, that's a great <laughs> album cover. It is. Oh, it is. Um.
2: Fucking his album,
0: probably one of his best albums. Actually, it probably is my favorite one by Tyler the Creator. Uh, we just talked about him with the Freddie Gibbs feature, mm-hmm. uh, so it was almost kind of I almost had to. Uh, my <laughs> girlfriend you... Isabel will be hopping on that episode to talk about oh, this oh, album. Yeah, oh, Very nice. cool. Yeah. So Sweet. looking forward, looking forward to that uh, to talk about that album. But cool. what you got? Oh,
2: yes. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go some R&B. Um, I've been wanting to bring up this artist, and I've been, like, tell into her music. Um, but I'm going Joyce Rice, um, grown. Hey! Okay, I finally get to listen yes. to Joyce Rice.
0: Let's go! Yes! All right, yes. On.
2: Some R&B, um... Yeah, yeah, I think you guys like
0: it. Yeah. i think like it. never heard it. I don't I'm think excited. I that OBI script. Yeah. either?
2: Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, <cool. laughs>
0: See you. Well, uh... okay so Joyce Rice Depeche Mode and Tyler the Creator we've got some good stuff coming this week yes once again this has been What You Spin in episode 31 I'm Dorian that's Matt and that's Jacob we will see y'all next week